So today, we'll be starting a new topic and that topic is why do Christians worship on Sundays? So all scriptures will be taken from the King James Version and I will not be going fast today, but I'll actually take my time for everyone who's listening to be able to understand what is it being said and to actually have the time in taking down the scriptures correctly. Now, once again, I would like to say thank you for everyone who's actually supporting me and words of encouragement. So I'm about to start. Now, if Sabbath observance is not an instruction in righteousness for Christians in this dispensation of grace, why then do true believers in Jesus Christ worship on Sundays? Is it because Sunday has not replaced Saturday as a Christian Sabbath, as some teach? Or should I say, as some ignorantly teach? No, that's not it at all. For Sunday is not the Christian Sabbath. For if that were so, then Christians would have had two Sabbaths, namely Christ and Sunday. Well then, if that be the case, why do true Christians worship on Sundays? Brethren, the doctrinal reasons for this New Testament custom of worshiping on Sundays are herein advanced for your careful scrutiny, subscription, and eventual adoption. Now, when true Christians worship on Sundays, they are simply following the directive written by the pen of the one who was specifically ordained of God to be the apostle to and teacher of the Gentiles. So the scriptures are Acts chapter 9 verse 15, Acts chapter 22 verse 21, Acts chapter 26 verse 16 to 18, Romans chapter 11, verse 13. Romans chapter 15, verse 16. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 78. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 7. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 11. Now this apostle has accordingly commanded us in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 1 and Philippians chapter 3 verse 17 to follow him as he followed Christ. Now, what this means therefore is this. Once one adopts the Christian faith as was practiced by the apostles and the early church, one is obligated to follow the doctrines of the apostles 
especially those written and practiced by the Apostle Paul, since he, as before stated, was divinely chosen by God to be apostle to and teacher of the Gentiles. End time saints and Sabbath keeping friends. Now what I just stated is not based upon speculation. For in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 2, the apostle to the Gentiles praised the Corinthians for keeping the ordinances which he delivered to them. Moreover, in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 verse 6, he even commanded the separation of true believers from those who flouted his apostolic directives. By doing so, the authority of Paul's apostleship was undisputedly established. This being so, all true Christians are under obligation to obey the divinely inspired directives of the Apostle Paul. Brethren, we must always remember that what the Apostle taught was not intended solely for his day, but was surely given for our times also. Therefore, in order to ensure continuity with respect to the doctrines of the church, the Apostle Paul instructed Bishop Timothy to commit the doctrines of the church to faithful men who were mandated to teach others also. That is taken from 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2. Now, this action was taken to ensure that what was preached and practiced by St. Paul and committed to Timothy would be doctrinally consistent with what the Church of Jesus Christ teaches and practices today. Having said that, a question is in order. What doctrinal directive relative to the day on which New Testament saints should worship did the Apostle to and teacher of the Gentiles as stated in Romans chapter 11 verse 13, 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 7, 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 11. Commit to Bishop Timothy, who was further commanded to commit the same doctrines to faithful men so that they might teach others also. Now, to answer that question satisfactorily, I must invite everyone to a classic example of apostolic tradition that gives us a clue as to the day on which the early church assembled for its regular weekly services. So please consider the following apostolic tradition carefully. Now, from Acts chapter 20 from verse 6 to 12, we observe that the God-ordained apostle too and teacher of the Gentiles, having spent seven days in Troas, did not observe the Lord's Supper on the Sabbath day, although he spent a Sabbath day there, as confirmed in Acts chapter 20 verse 6. Instead, the apostle too and teacher of the Gentiles 
waited for and held the communion service on the day on which he was instructed of the Lord to observe sin. Now, brethren, what I just stated finds textual support in the fact that the doctrines which the Apostle Paul taught were not taught to him by the other apostles, but by Jesus Christ himself. So for confirmation, please read on your own time, Galatians chapter 1 from verse 11 to 12 and 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 23 if you do not agree with me. Now, since the Apostle Paul received his doctrines from Jesus Christ himself, we must therefore conclude that when the Apostle too and teacher of the Gentiles held the communion service upon the first day of the week, although he spent seven days in trust, he was simply obeying the commandment of our Lord from whom he received the doctrines which he diligently taught. As stated in Galatians chapter 1 verse 11, 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 23, and what was practiced in Acts chapter 20 verse 6 to 12. Now, if what I just stated be true, and we know that it is true, we must conclude that worshiping on Sundays is of divine origin and is apostolic in tradition. With this, brethren, you all must agree. Brethren, after having dwelt with worshiping on Sundays from its traditional perspective, let us now consider the written doctrine relative to worshiping on Sundays. In this regard, let us now turn to and examine the written apostolic directive which was sent to all the churches in the region over which the Apostle Paul had jurisdiction. In the Apostle's first epistle to the church at Corinth, he took care to inform them that upon the first day of the week, the day on which they held their regular weekly service, as Acts chapter 20 verse 7 to 12 indicates, they should set aside their offering for the saints as stated in 1 Corinthians chapter 16 from verse 1 to 2. So, to my dear Sabbath-keeping friends, please observe that this apostolic directive of 1 Corinthians chapter 16 from verse 1 to 2 was not just a local one sent to one solitary assembly, no, not at all. Instead, this apostolic directive to the Corinthian church was the said directive given to all the churches in the region as far as Galatia, which is more than a thousand kilometers away from the city of Corinth. Now, this being so, we must conclude that the tradition of worshiping on Sundays was well established in all the churches over which the God-ordained apostle to and teacher of the Gentiles, Romans chapter 11 verse 13, 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 7, 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 11, they had control. Now this fact 
1 Corinthians chapter 16 from verse 1 to 2 and Acts chapter 20 verse 7 surely confirms that statement. Now, end time saints, when one considers the fact that Corinth was in Greece in the west while Galatia was in another Roman province several hundred miles to the east in what today is known as Turkey, any reasonable-minded person must be convinced that the tradition of worshipping on Sundays was well established and practiced by the early churches, which were founded and doctrinally grounded by the Apostle Paul. Moreover, when we consider the fact that the epistle to the Corinthians was written about AD 61, when the New Testament church of Jesus Christ was less than 30 years old, Jesus having died about AD 33, we know for a fact that worshiping on Sundays was a well-established doctrinal tradition of the true church of Jesus Christ long before the end of the first century. So therefore, when our modern day Sabbath keeping friends try to gloss over the apostolic tradition of worshiping on Sundays by referring to the apostolic directive of 1 Corinthians chapter 16 from verse 1 to 2 and claiming that it was simply a local one given to one church at Corinth, it is high time for those teachers to drop theology and try to update their knowledge of geography. For implicit in the apostolic directive of 1 Corinthians chapter 16 from verse 1 to 2 is the fact that the apostle to the Gentiles, which you could read for yourselves in Romans chapter 11 verse 13, 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 11, was saying the following, What I have instructed you to do in Corinth, is what I have also instructed all the churches in the distant region of Galatia to observe, which is confirmed in 1 Corinthians chapter 16 from verse 1 to 2. Now, from this Corinthian directive, therefore, we must conclude that worshipping on Sundays is as old and as universal as the New Testament church of Jesus Christ itself. Now, if we accept the biblical fact that the Apostle Paul was ordained of God to be Apostle to and teacher of the Gentiles, as Romans chapter 11 verse 13, Romans chapter 15 verse 16, Ephesians chapter 3 from verse 7 to 8, 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 7, and 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 11, they all indicate such. Moreover, if he subsequently instructed Bishop Timothy to commit his doctrines to faithful men, who in turn would be able to teach others also, as 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2 states, we must conclude that this 1 Corinthians chapter 16, from verse 1 to 2 directive, was also written to inform the church today that the custom of worshiping on Sundays is of divine origin and is therefore doctrinally desirable. Now, this being so, 
it means therefore that when true christians assemble on sundays for their regular weekly services they are surely following the apostolic tradition of acts chapter 20 from verse 7 to 12 and the doctrinal directive recorded in first corinthians chapter 16 from verse 1 to 2 which was observed in all the churches which were founded by the apostle paul the god-ordained apostle to and teacher of the gentiles as can be confirmed by reading romans chapter 11 verse 13 first timothy chapter 2 verse 7 and second timothy chapter 1 verse 11. so i repeat and i'm about to close also my dear sabbath keeping friends when true christian worship on sundays they are surely following the Christ-ordained instructions given to and taught by the God-appointed teacher and apostle to the Gentiles, which can be confirmed by reading Galatians chapter 1 verse 11 to 12, Romans chapter 11 verse 13, 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 7, Timothy chapter 1 verse 11. Moreover, they are certainly emulating the apostolic tradition and precedent set by the first century elders of the church of jesus christ for acts chapter 20 verse 6 to 12 and first corinthians chapter 16 from verse 1 to 2 surely confirms this position so that's the end of my segment today on why do christians worship on sundays I will be live next week also. And once again, thank you to all of my supporters and all those that give me the words of encouragement. And please be safe. Goodbye. And remember that God loves you.